When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, it is the uh, opening night of uh, Cricket's World Cup, yes. uh, and Beef's excited about that. Um, and look, just in the spirit of things, we're going to see if Beef can also offend the cricketing world right now, because uh, we're going to turn our attention to cricket. Uh, and it's a great pleasure to welcome, thanks to our Macca's feature interview, former Black Cap Ronnie Hera. Uh, good afternoon to you, Ronnie. How are you? Yes, Scotty. Stephen, yeah, well, good things. How are you guys? Mate, we're... Um, <laughs> we're, we're brilliant. Are, we're actually going okay today. We're actually going okay. Uh, we haven't derailed the show, and Jacob's still alive, so I'm doing my part, and uh, beaver's beef. Um, Ronnie, let's just kick straight into it. Uh, Stokes, he's gone. Uh, Williamson unavailable. Southie unavailable. So uh, three very large names of the cricketing world are not going to be a part of this game. Uh, but look... Uh, if you looked at England and New Zealand as they stand right now as teams uh, in momentum sense, where do you see this one, mate? Let, let's just remove your black cap for a second. And objectively speaking, who would you consider to be the favourites in this opening match? England? Yeah. Um, they played very well against uh, the black cats recently in their own conditions. I know India's uh, obviously slightly different, but... Um, yeah, without Ben Stokes, I think England cope better than New Zealand without Kane Williamson and, and, and Tim Southey. I mean, we're going into a World Cup with 13 fit players, and if we get one or two more injuries, we will have to call upon somebody else to play because we just don't have enough players there. Yeah, oh, that's a that's a really good point. I mean, you've, uh, first of all, it's a miracle that Williamson's even part of the squad, and the fact that he's just launched straight back into doing Kane Williamson's things... Um, it's quite remarkable. How much do you think this team uh, is going to be relying on Kane Williamson being there just for leadership, for that talismanic quality that he has? Uh, yeah, they will rely on that, but they're going to also need his bat at some stage, I think. Um, so the sooner he can sort of be signed off to play, it's going to obviously uh, be a benefit to the team. But I think probably of more concern is Tim Sally's thumb. That's going to take a little bit more time to heal as it's probably obviously a little bit more recent in terms of being injured. But I guess the Williamson comeback story has been you know, well publicised and he's, he's managed to do it in sort of quick, smart time. So the sooner we can get him back on the park, the better. But that's not to say that Tom Latham and his leadership won't do a, a good job, but somebody with the class of Williamson with the bat, any team in the world could do with that. Ronnie, obviously you talked about Tim Salve and, and his run back home might be a little bit longer to get out on the out on the pitch. Who, oh, Matt Henry, the obviously the the obvious replacement there you think comes in and uh, what do we what are we going to do? Three quicks and a couple of spinners. I think we have to play all three spinners, and we'll have to play Henry and, and Bolt as well. I think the different spin options you've got all do different things, right? So you've got Satno, who's probably a, a spin bowling all-rounder. You've got Ravinder, who's probably a batting spinning all-rounder. And then you've got Ish, who's, who's predominantly a spin bowler. So I think probably yep. going to play all three of them. Um, and then also play, yeah, your, your Bolt and your... Uh, and your Henry, and then maybe try and make up some overs from the likes of Daryl Mitchell and a few others. But um, 
I think they're going to have to go and spin heavy just based on what they've got unless they want to play the likes of Jamison um, as the other option. You've got Nietzsche in there, you've got Mitchell in there, as you mentioned. Um, going in with two seamers would be kind of, well, would be against form from a New Zealand point of view, though, Ronnie, uh, in terms of how they like to structure their bowling lineup. Yeah, totally understand that. But um, I think needs must without having Saudi around. You've got to go to some experienced guys. Mm. And I think without Williamson there, you're also having to find an extra batter. So mm. um, those two guys have really upset the balance of the team by not being there. But, you know, Ravinder have made 90-odd or 97 or something against Pakistan. And it'd be difficult to leave a guy like him out. And I don't Satna and Anish out. So... Mm. If they make room for all three of those, they're going to have to try and pick up the overs somewhere else. And whether that's a Jamison or whether that's, a, like you say, Nisham to pick up some overs and then use Henry and, and, and uh, Trent Bolt, then I think there's, there's enough options there. But it is sort of a little bit bits and pieces at the moment without two specialists, you know, a specialist seam bowler in Saudi and then a specialist batter in Kane Williamson. Mm. We say bits and pieces too there, Ronnie. Like, uh, I guess... <laughs> Depending on how the the quicks go, and say we went in with the two specialists, the def overs, uh, which are obviously always so important in uh, one day cricket in 2020, that could be anyone's guess about who's bowling them. Obviously, Nisham's got a history there, but uh, in India, and if a team's going at you, could you see the likelihood of a spinner going at the def, or is it just banking on the great Trent Bolt and uh, and somebody hanging with him if uh, things got away from us? Yeah, I think that's probably very much the case. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, I'm probably obviously a long way from the mark in terms of playing three spinners, but I'm just not sure how he can do it any other way because you've got two specialist bowlers in in Bolt and Henry, Mm. but then your next seam bowler is Nisham or or Mitchell. Like, there's no other special... Or Jamison. Like, I think, is he even in the squad or is he just in India? I'm not even sure. No, Um, Jamison's there. So... So then process of elimination basically tells you we've got two specialist seamers available and then we have to find 30 overs from someone else. Yeah, I mean, I guess it comes down to whether you want to go batting heavy. Rach and Ravindra put in a good knock uh, in that last uh, match. Uh, and look, and he'll be pretty confident with the bat. He does give you that spinning option. I, I guess that the, the one player we're not talking about here is Lockie Ferguson as that third seamer uh, without Southie right. there. Um, and look, Lockie Ferguson would probably be first to admit he just hasn't been able to take wickets. Um, and uh, look, they're going to want to get him into the World Cup at some point. But I guess you're right. Is, is this the time for a guy who's maybe a little low on confidence to come up against a big hitting England side in conditions that may not quite suit. Yeah, so well, there's a complete oversight from my part. So I guess he would be the, obviously the third option in terms of being the guy um, rather than Jamison. But yeah, maybe they do go with those three and then play a mixture of uh, you know Sodi and Satner and not play Ravindra and then play uh, Mitchell and or Nisham as the the extra overs if need be. And I guess that answers um, Stephen's question around having to make up some overs. If you had those types of options, I guess you could piece together 50 overs quite quite easily. Mm. Um, but, you know, Lockie has done, to be fair, like, uh, I guess over the last sort of two or three seasons, he's done really well. He might be in a bit of a tough spot at the moment, but he's definitely got the skills to be able to bowl at the death and, and then, and again, through the middle. And I think he showed through the last World Cup, which is obviously um, quite successful for New Zealand, that he, he actually bowled really well for New Zealand. So... 
he's, he's definitely an option. And again, like an oversight on my part, not even knowing who was in the squad, I, I, I thought it was Jamison. But, um, Ronnie, Ronnie, we I do that sort Jamison. of stuff on a daily basis. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. We do that on a daily basis. <laughs> mate, uh, I, didn't even know, know, I didn't even know what time the show started, Ronnie. So you're, you're, mate, you're, you're welcome any time. <laughs> but uh, when you look at we, we came up with a great stat. We did a little bit of research on the Cricket World Cup. Great stat earlier in the show that we've made eight semi-final appearances out of 12 uh, tournaments in the 50-over format. Are you pretty confident we'll go there again? Obviously, we're starting it with a few of the big names out injured. Are you, are you pretty confident we can get there again after the six-week uh, pool stage? Yeah. Uh, I mean, just based on those numbers, you'd say that we're obviously odds-on to, to make it. But in those conditions, are there four other better sides who potentially may may get there? And I think... Like you mentioned, England, Australia is always there or thereabouts, and India, will we be the fourth best side? And that means that you're knocking out teams like South Africa and Pakistan and um, and those types of countries. Mm. So, yeah, I guess we're in the top four or five. Um, and, uh, yeah, if we can make it to a semi, can we make it to a final? It's obviously anyone's sort of game when you get to that yeah. level. Um, I think we're going to need a few guys to really stand up to get there. Um, and, and, and play some roles maybe that are, um, I guess, a bit of a stretch compared to what their, their career averages are or their career performances are. And that's not to say they can't do it, but I think it's a vastly different type of side to what we had last, last World Cup in terms of experience and also guys who have been there and done that. We will be intrigued. Paint me fascinated anyway. Tonight's going to be a really interesting game. I know World Cups aren't going to be won in game one, Ronnie, but um, there's just so much between these two sides now, isn't there? So much recent history that uh, I think the fans always savour these matches against the English. Hey, mate, while we've got you, uh, White Ferns currently in South Africa. Uh, Merely Kerr starring with the bat again, um, just 22 years of age. Um, Susie Bates, 300 games for New Zealand, mate. Um, what do you make of an achievement like that? Uh, well, firstly, Amelia Kerr, she's a, she's a class act. Mm. Um, she, she really is at the sort of forefront of, of New Zealand's woman cricket, women's cricket alongside um, Sophie Devine and, and, and Susie Bates. And, um, yeah, she's just going from strength to strength. She yeah. played in the women's IPL as well and did really well there. Susie Bates, um, what else can you say? Like 300 games for any sort of uh, international sporting side would be quite an achievement, but but do it for such a long period of time and the and the longevity and also being probably one of the premier all-rounders for a long time. Um, she definitely goes down as one of the one of the greats of, of New Zealand cricket, full stop, men's or women's really. Mm. Um, and I guess that does give Melia Kerr a, a blueprint to, to go by as someone who someone who's playing in her team of the stature of Susie Bates to try and aspire to really. Yeah, there's no surprise to me. They're, they're pretty good mates too, um, away from the cricket field. So, um, you know, you've got to learn from the best if you want to be the best, I reckon, in any sport. Hey, Ronnie, uh, well, we've got you too, mate. Um, what's going on with you, buddy? Tell us a little bit about uh, your life right now, what's been happening, what's uh, what's shaking, what's positive? I am just negotiating Auckland traffic, trying to get home after work. <laughs> um, I work for a digital agency manage about 30 odd clients now in different industries and stuff mostly in e-commerce mm. um, and then I'm just trying to stay fit I'm in the gym a couple of times a week and doing some cycling and some running and bits and pieces I know anyone who's listening who knows me even just the slightest bit well probably shocked them that I'm actually doing some <laughs> sort of fitness and exercise but um, trying to trying to keep the fat off and the, and the dad bod at bay but it's, uh, it's tough to get into shape that's for sure 
Well, mate, you're giving it a good red-hot crack, so that's the main thing, uh, Ronnie Hera. Always great to get your insights. Uh, lovely to chat with you on uh, SENZ today, mate, on the run home. Uh, good luck with Auckland's traffic. Hopefully it dies down by the time I get out of here. And, uh, mate, we look forward to catching up with you again throughout this uh, Cricket World Cup tournament. Yeah, no dramas. Thanks, so. Cheers, Ronnie. Cheers, Ronnie. Ronnie here, a former Black Cap. That uh, interview brought to you by Maccas, our Maccas feature interview. Mick Delivery, delivering your Maccas, not to Ronnie's house. Your favourites, though, <laughs> straight to your door. <laughs>